Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. I still haven't had my first cup of coffee. I always say this. Whenever I fill in for them, I always forget, like, Anita, stop by Starbucks the night before so that I have my coffee um, ready to go at 5 a.m. And I always forget. So I'm about an hour away from ordering my my Uber Eats Starbucks coffee. So just bear with me for the first hour. We've got Jacob and Chantel who are uh, along along my, my passengers in this Turkey Day morning ride with me. Good morning. Good morning. How you guys doing? Good morning. I am, mm. uh, as I told you off air, I'm very hangry. I, I hear you. I hear you. And I just, please, please, because I know I get hangry and it's not pleasant. I'm not pleasant to be around. So I really hope, like, who do, who do I need to call? What do I need to do? I think you just need to uh, call Uber Eats and tell them. Uh, oh, you, <laughs> you you had an Uber Eats cancellation. That's the worst. Yeah, I they, thought maybe it was like, a, like, you know, like, I don't know. It's Thanksgiving, like the place you ordered from, like said they were open, but they're really closed. I think. But like, I mean, that's what it was, though. The, the place, the place that was open ended up being closed. But they told me 30 minutes after my order was already. Oh, canceled, that's so. the worst. So I was just I was just sitting here for 30 minutes like, wow, like a dummy. Um, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, hopefully, hopefully, uh, you know, you, you put in a second order and you know, we're, we're going to have fun in the next three hours. At least we're going to try. Uh, again, it is Turkey Day. This is going to be a football intensive show uh, because that's what Turkey Day is about. Here, here's my here's my question. What's your favorite thing? And let's open up the phone lines. I want to talk football. Obviously, we're going to get into some Zach Wilson and what's going on with the Jets. Um, Daniel Jones and. Uh, you know, a, a team that's just, <laughs> that's literally sick heading to, oh, I, I've got really a fun, fun storyline. I'm going to get into it with, uh, with Jordan Renan today as well. So um, uh, you've got a, 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 a sick, like literally like ill locker room <laughs> with the Giants that had to get on a flight. All those, think about that. Like, like think about all the germs on that flight flying to Dallas Having to take on a Dallas Cowboys team today that's and, and I'm gonna share some statistics with you. I mean, they're just gonna get their butts handed in today. It's not gonna it's not gonna be a pretty Thanksgiving for Giants fans. That's all I've gotta say. But we'll do a deep dive, obviously, into the Giants and the Jets, even though the Jets do not play today. Of course I know, but probably one of the biggest storylines out there uh pertaining to uh the Jets is is the benching of one Zach Wilson. And will he ever get back on the field again? I know that uh, Robert Sala spoke to the media, and and that's the intention. Uh, but but time will tell. And we've we've already got callers waiting to chime in. D and Julio, I see you. Uh, we're I'll get to, because you guys called in now. Um, even before I kind of shared with you what the layout of the land is for the show today, I'll get to you guys before we even take our first break. So hang tight. Um, so uh, so again, a lot of football talk. Also. Uh, the World Cup. What am I doing, Anita? Turn on your TV, girl. Um, I, I don't know about you. And in full disclosure, I've been telling people this. Uh, I don't watch one iota of soccer. I am so far from Andrew Gunling 
and J.J. Duvaney uh, in regard to my soccer knowledge, that's for sure. Uh, but I will tell you what I do and what I have been doing is, uh, is I am in it. Like I am, I am waking up as I am right now. Um, I woke up at 5 a.m. to watch Argentina lose. Um, I, um, I, I am in it. I love World Cup. Like I just, it's something about World Cup. There's something about, you know, uh, USA soccer in the Olympics. There's just something about it. I just love it. I get really behind it and I am all in. So with that being said, the first game this morning or match this morning is uh, Switzerland going up against Cameroon. Um, and my play here is the over at two and a half. Switzerland just has a lot of experience. Uh, they've got some exciting uh, strikers who, who, can, who can score some goals. Cameroon has a new manager. They've got a lot of inexperience, but they are good finishers. So uh, how do I see this? I see this ending 2-1, possibly 3-1. Uh, that's my prediction again, based on everything I've read and in, in all that I've, uh, and by the way, don't you love that? Um, we could watch it in 4k. So, um, as I'm maneuvering through my, my, uh, my TV remote. Um, so just to get that out of the way, because they, that match just started, we're about seven minutes in to Switzerland and Cameroon. Again, my, my play here is the over, over two and a half goals. Um, in this match, okay? And, and and throughout the show, you've got Uruguay, which, by the way, I love Uruguay in the World Cup. I, I feel like they're a sleeper team that potentially could win it all. Um, obviously, Brazil is favored for all the reasons we know. They just have been playing uh, soccer in the womb. Uh, their DNA, it's all about soccer. It's what they do. It's what the country is all about, and they're so damn good at it. Um, I also like Spain. I like Spain even before yesterday's beatdown. So those are the two teams, uh, futures-wise that I have winning, uh, more than likely winning the World Cup, but I also put some money on Uruguay because I think Uruguay is sneaky good. Um, and then, of course, uh, the 11 a.m. game, Portugal against Ghana, and then the 2 p.m. game, Brazil against Serbia. So I, I will have some plays and some insight in, in regard to all four matches. Obviously, I just gave you one and what my picks and what my plays are for that today, which is going to be fun. But uh, this show, predominantly all about football, and, and rightfully so. Again, it is Turkey Day. It is Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. My mom, Mama Mimi, is in town. Uh, so she came into town on Tuesday. She loves theater. So I took her to Broadway. We went to see a show. She wanted to see Beetlejuice. Okay. Hey, listen, it's, it's, it's her Thanksgiving here in New York. So that's what we, I, I would have taken her to see something else. <laughs> Um, as I've been telling folks, uh, I went to go see Anne Juliet a few weeks ago and hands down top five, uh, show that I, I've, I've ever seen. And I've been telling people run, don't walk, go see this show now before the Tonys. Cause this show is going to win every Tony and tickets are going to be like Hamilton. They're going to be like a thousand dollars a piece. So if you can get to Anne Juliet now, um, I would go immediately. So anyway, happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there, you, yours, uh, and, uh, and your family, and, and hope everybody has a fantastic Thanksgiving as well. Um, all right, so as we know, we've got three NFL games today, right? Buffalo at Detroit, the Giants at Dallas, New England at Minnesota. Uh, by the end of this, these three hours, uh, you are going to know more about all six of these teams. You're going to know how to play these three games uh, better than anyone on the planet. I trust, trust me, 
Uh, I promise you that. Uh, Jordan Renan is going to join us this morning, of course, uh, giving us a little preview, a little look behind the curtain in regards to the Giants going up against the Dallas Cowboys. As always, Cynthia Freeland joins me on Saturdays at 1.30, but she's been so kind to join us on this program. So uh, we'll talk about these three games. We'll talk about the Jets game as well, some fantasy football, getting you ready. Can you believe it? Week 12, uh, now's the time. Obviously, I'm sure a lot of people out there needing to win, uh, maybe needing to win outright. I'm in that predicament in in a few of my fantasy football leagues. So we'll have some fantasy football talk for you. We'll have some college uh, plays for you that we will share with you as well. Um, and a lot more. And of course, we'll take your calls. 800-919-3776. But as always, um, the, big, the big topic, as we like to keep it local, is Zach Wilson and the fact that he has been benched. Um, I know no surprise to some people. I think we all anticipated this to happen. Um, especially I, I, in, in my two cents, uh, and, and no, you know, if you listen to me on the weekends, you know how I feel about Zach Wilson, just not, not my, not my cup of tea. I, I feel that the jets made the wrong decision by drafting, uh, Zach Wilson, uh, number two overall. Um, he is currently sits at 35 at a, th- keep in mind, we only have 32 teams. He currently sits at 35 in total QBR this season at 37.6. And um, his press conference after the 10-3 loss to the Patriots did him uh, no, uh, <laughs> was, was not a good look for him, okay? And, and you know, I, I love, if, if you do watch Get Up and, and if you do listen to Rex Ryan, he's absolutely right. As a quarterback out of an NFL team, even if it's not your fault, you take the blame. Doesn't matter. Could be your offensive it, behind closed doors. You can you can mf your offensive line all day. You can you can if if a wide receiver runs a, a a bad route and he's the reason why you threw that pick. It doesn't matter. You still get in front of the camera and you say it's on me. I I I would not be surprised if more of Eli Manning's interceptions, especially. In the last five to seven years of his career, were more the responsibility of the wide receivers than Eli Manning. But Eli Manning would never, ever, ever in a million years go to the media and say, "Hey, listen, uh, dude ran the wrong route." So what can I do? <laughs> like you just—it's it, you know, as a quarterback, a team wins, you take all the credit. As a quarterback, a team loses. You get all the blame. It's part of the position. It's what you sign up for. So not a great look for Zach Wilson after the Patriots game. And I'm sure uh, he he lost some dudes in that locker room. Wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised. I think Robert Sala and this Jets team had to do what they did what they had to do because of his 35 out of 32 starting teams, 35 QB rating at 37.6 and. That post-game press conference? No, no, no. Good luck, son. Good luck. Good luck finding the field again because I do like Mike White. I'm not sitting. I'm not sitting here saying that Mike White's a better quarterback than Zach Wilson. But I think, and and I'm sure that the the Jets feel that he gives this this team a better opportunity to win. Especially, you can't. This this is an elite defense right now. You know, you, you can't. You, you you can't. And and. And it, it's, 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 it's hard to get in that situation. It's hard for a team and an organization to find the right mixture of 
you know, not strapping yourself out in salary cap, making the right decisions in, in the draft, you know, where, where now you're not paying an arm and a leg for a defense that arguably you, one could say is the best in the NFL. I, I think for sure top three. But one could make an argue that the Jets have the number one defense in, sorry, defense in the NFL. So you, you can't squander that opportunity with a quarterback who's sitting with a 35 QB rating out of 32 teams. 800-919-3776. So what I'm saying is I commend, I commend the Jets for their decision. Uh, it's hard. It's hard for an organization and a, and, a, and a Joe D and a general manager and a head coach. They have, as, as Dave Gettleman hitched his wagon to Daniel Jones, they have hitched their wagon to Zach Wilson. And for them to say, oops. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You know, this isn't working out. And not to say, I know Robert Sala came out, we'll play the clips for you as well. Uh, in this, uh, in 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 the next hour, uh, yeah, Robert Sala came out and said this isn't this isn't like you know we don't Zach Wilson's never going to find the field again. He just needs to push. He need he needs a minute. He needs a reset. He needs to push that reset button. Okay, <laughs> okay. Let's go to the phone lines. Let's go to D in Queens. D, good morning. Happy Thanksgiving to you Hi, and yours. How you doing? How are you today? I just I'm I just Hello? need my coffee and I'll be I'll, and I'll be a hundred. <laughs> well, I'm in the gym right now. You know, got to get it in before. I, I love it. I love it. Good for you, man. Good for you. All right. First things first. Me and you should be the GM of the Jets because the last five years they've been a disaster. Like, <laughs> and this year, this one is the most egregious of the five. I mean, you were the only person besides me who was saying, "What is what is everyone doing?" This, um, Lamar's the best quarterback in his class, and he still is. I don't know. They hype up. You know, Josh Allen, but he's still the best in the class. Hello? Yeah, yeah, we're here. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay, but with this kid, Ryan Day, everybody was screaming, what are y'all looking at? 
This is literally paint by numbers. This kid is the guy. Everybody said Justin Fields is the guy. He might be better than Trevor Lawrence. Here, like, I honestly feel Zach Wilson got drafted for things other than football by the Jets based on the ownership. And I don't want to get too deep into it. That's going to sidetrack things. But if you need an athletic quarterback who can throw off platform throws and run, when in their entire life has Zach Wilson ever been better than Justin Fields? That's the part that's killing me. Basically, you're saying that I'm talking about all scouts, personnel people, all of that, saying basically we should just draft players from high school because college doesn't matter. <laughs> college doesn't matter. We're going to, you know, because Deshaun was the best player in his draft. Like, what's the name? Um, what's the name? Um, Patrick Mahomes needed some work. Got it. So you could understand him. But Deshaun Watson should have been the number one overall pick. Lamar should have been the number one overall pick. Justin Fields, number two, cool. We get it about um, Trevor Lawrence. But both him and Trevor Lawrence, I mean, they got a mulligan for their first year because they had bum coaches. And listen, with this defense, if you had Justin Fields on the Jets, you would be talking Super Bowl. And I'm not joking because look at the Eagles. And he's better this year than what's the name was last year. In yeah, here's the, what here, are we talking about? Here's the thing, D, and, and, and D, thank you for the phone call. Appreciate it. Uh, enjoy your workout. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Um, you know, th- so much so much has to go into a quarterback like Justin Fields to have the success. And yes, we've seen the maturation period. We, we've seen him progress. We've seen him mature. We've seen what he's been able to do. But also, also you know, he's he's working in a certain offense the, the 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 bears have created this this offense that accentuates his talents and what he can do um and, and that's that's a really big key and, and again I, I know d you and i were all over uh um lamar jackson but you've got to give credit where credit's due and credit is due for the for the baltimore ravens to say okay we've got a unique talent here so we're going to create a different offense for him not not all organizations, not all general managers, not all head coaches think that way. Unfortunately, they just do not. Um, so, you know, to say that, that Justin Fields would have as much success here in New York with the Jets, would he have more success than Zach Wilson? Yes. I was not, I was not really big on Justin Fields coming out, by the way. I just wasn't. Uh, I, was, I, I liked him better than Zach Wilson, do I think that this Jets organization would be in a better situation with, with Justin Fields and Zach Wilson? Yes, but also the organization would have had to not bring in Matt LaFleur, right? Like, like it, it's not just a quarterback. It's a system. And, you know, there's, there's two different philosophies when it comes to coaching. And one is, okay, um, this is my offensive coordinator and this is the offense he runs. And I'm gonna I'm gonna take this player and put this player here, and I'm gonna take this wide receiver and play him here, and this wide receiver is gonna play the X, and um, yada yada yada. Where, you know, there's the other philosophy that's like, okay, here's my starting quarterback, here is, is his skill set, this is what he does extremely well, so now I'm 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 going to bring in an offensive coordinator. Who is, who is forward thinking, who now can create, an, doesn't have a, this is my offense. 
This is the success I had with this offense in Green Bay. This is the success that I had with my offense, um, you know, at Chip Kelly, for example, right, at, at, at Oregon. He tries to bring that offense to the Philadelphia Eagles, and he fails miserably. Now he's back in college, UCLA, and, and you know, he's able to go out there and recruit the, the athletes that fit his system. So you need, a, you need a forward-thinking organization who's willing to do that. Are the Jets that? I don't know. Let's go to Julio. Julio, welcome in. Hey, Anita, how are you? How's everything? Happy Good morning. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you, too. Thank you. Good, you and your family. I want to say, I mean, I, it's, I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place with this Zach Wilson thing because I understand why benching him. I understand about the defense moving forward, but what happens if Mike White loses or Flacco loses next one game, two games, three games? Then now you're really in trouble. I, I, I want to. But, but you're going to have, but Julio, you're going to have to ask yourself do, do you think that the team would still have lost with Zach Wilson? It's, it, you're, it, it's, I understand what you're saying if they lose, but, you, you know, you, you the, the, the question is, it's not about, yes, it's about winning. I know this is going to come out wrong. Yes, it's about winning, Julio, <laughs> but you have to ask yourself does this quarterback give you the best chance of winning? They might not win, but does that quarterback, whether it's Mike White, Joe Flacco, do they give you a better chance of winning? And my answer is yes. Based, I know, small skill set in regard to what we've seen from White, large skill set in regard to what we've seen from Flacco, but still, my answer is yes to both these guys. Understand? But, you know, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm really scared to say this. I disagree with Keyshawn Johnson on his take on it, and... I think you just you drafted him so high. You just got to give him the year. You crash and burn with him. You crash and burn, but at least you'll know. But here, but, but here's but here's the thing, Julio. And I appreciate the call, and I understand you know you're you're you, you being on the fence here. And I don't. I'm not reporting anything. I don't know anything. I haven't spoken to Rich Samini. But I think this organization is worried about losing that locker room. You've got you, again when you have a top three defense, and and again somebody one can argue that the Jets have the best defense in the NFL. Okay, I mean Patriots defense is up there, Dallas defense is up there, but when you have a defense like that, that we and we don't, I don't know anything, but this is this is stuff that happens. Guys knocking on the door of Robert Sala, going, dude. Are we really wasting this? Like, we, like we've got we've got like a defense for the ages, and we're wasting it because you're you're playing Zach Wilson because you drafted him number two overall. Come on, like so that ha- that happens, and that may have happened. I wouldn't be shocked. In fact, I'm assuming that happened. I'm assuming that 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 a big reason for this this move is because there are defensive players going what even offensive. You heard the post game interview with Garrett Wilson he's like no way this off we can no this 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 offense is unacceptable I'd say something else it's a family show of course we know he he used adult words 800-919-3776 you want to get in on the conversations now the time to do so again we we're going to talk a lot of uh Giants going up against the Dallas Cowboys this afternoon uh, turkey, turkey day games, and a lot more. But uh, but obviously, number number of Jets fans out there wanting to talk about Zach Wilson. And we're here for all of it. Anita Markson for the fellas today. DPHO and Rothenberg here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. 
Yeah, the biggest thing I, I you know, just in evaluating over the last few day, uh, few days since the game, this isn't just a Zach thing. Our receivers need to get better with alignments. Our receivers need to get better with route running and consistency. Our run game needs to be more consistent. Our O line's got to be better in protection. As coaches, we've got to be better with regards to scheme and play calling. We've all got to be better. We're not going to become the greatest show on turf just because we're changing out one player. It's about everybody understanding that we've all got to get better. Now we're afforded the opportunity at quarterback because of the faith that we have in Mike and Joe and allow Zach to just kind of take a step back, reset, get your mind right, we'll get you back in the lineup and we'll get ready to roll. But none of that's going to happen if the rest of us don't step it up. And that's those are the facts. It's, I know at the standing up here on the podium with myself and for the quarterback, like you take every single bullet, good or bad, you just you get too much credit, you get too much blame. But that's the reality of it all, or the perception of it all, I should say. But the reality is we've all got to be better. And there's a lot of things with the offensive side of the ball that we can all be better at to make this thing work at quarterback. Robert Sala addressing the media. A lot of questions in regard to uh, their decision to uh, bench Zach Wilson. Uh, let's listen more um, when asked, is, is Zach Wilson done here in New York? So the big thing I want to make sure I address on this one, just want to make sure you guys all listen to this very carefully, please. Zach's career here is not over. I know that's going to be the narrative. I know that what, that's what everybody wants to wants to shout out and that's not even close to the case the intent the full intent is to make sure Zach gets uh, gets back on the football field at some point this year um, when that is I'll make that decision I'm going to take it day to day let's listen in one more when asked what changed from Sunday to now because if, if you recall prior to this decision of benching Zach Wilson uh, Robert Sala came out and, and said that they were going to stick with him let's listen in Obviously, after a game, you haven't had a chance to watch everything. When you look at it from last game and you just see some of the things that were popping up, and it, again, it's not just Zach, just as an offense altogether. The simple running, blocking, passing, catching, the simple fundamentals and the simple basics that need to be executed. It's our job to take a step back and you start watching. You just go back and watch all the practices and you're just trying to absorb as much information as you can. And for me, it was just, you know what, this, this young man needs a reset. There's just a lot of things going on for him and for the offense. And it's just in my opinion that he just needs a chance to go off to the side, just catch your breath. And like I said, he's got to reconnect to these fundamentals. Otherwise, it's just going to keep going, And at least in my opinion. And it doesn't mean that we've lost faith in him. It doesn't mean that we've wavered off of what we, where we think he's going to go. But it's, I mean, consider a slingshot. You might get pulled back a little bit, but I still think when we let go, it's going to take off. So Again, Robert Sala addressing the media. What was Zach Wilson's reaction to being benched? This is what he had to say what you would expect from a player that he's not ready for the or not not that he's not ready but it's like why now why me I want to play and you know obviously you but you expect that but after a great conversation I think we're on the same page does he want to be on the field of course he does but I know if there's anyone that's going to be on the sideline cheering and, and ruin his teammates on and hoping Mike White freaking dominates it's going to be him uh guys let, let's play Zach Wilson's reaction to being benched it's tough, man, and it's never fun. But you know, the first thing kind of went through my mind is I got to get to work. I got to, you know, I got to get better, and and I'm gonna approach that every single day to just keep working to get better. Okay, so so uh, a a lot to digest and a lot to unpack here. Okay, uh, for a number of reasons. Um, again, um, I commend the Jets organization and Robert Sala uh, for for in my opinion doing the right thing. Because I, I do believe that whether it's Mike White or, or Joe Flacco gives them a better opportunity to win games, uh, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Okay? So that's first and foremost. A lot, understand something. A lot of teams would not do this. Okay? 
you know, you, you've got, you've got a player. And, and I always, I've, I've used this analogy before, uh, Steve Keim, who's, who's the general manager of the, uh, the Arizona Cardinals, uh, goes out and he drafts Josh Rosen, right? Josh Rosen, I believe. Um, and, uh, and, and also, so hires a head, hires a new head coach, go out, goes out and drafts Josh, Josh Rosen. And immediately, like, not, like, not even halfway through the season realizes, uh-oh, what did we do? Like, this is a, a monu- monumental mistake. So, fires that head coach that, that one year, and of course got a, got a, a lot of heat for it. Hires Cliff Kingsbury and went, goes out and drafts Murray the, 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 immediately the second year. Whenever you draft a quarterback, <clears throat> um, and, and let's keep in mind this for this Jets organization, for this Jets franchise, it's it's not just Zach Wilson, right? It's Sam Darnold, uh, who is a failure here, and of course, by the way, is going to get the start this week for the Carolina Panthers. If you haven't heard, so when you draft a quarterback that high, you know you you really you set your you set your franchise back so many years, and it's 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 a hard rebound, especially for an organization that. Um, doesn't want to have an you know egg on their face, but you know I commend an organization that if they see that you know this isn't working, we've got to pivot. Now you know I'm sure there's Jets fans out there going, you know what's going on here? You know Joe D he needs to get fired. Why they why did they you know draft Zach Wilson in the first place? Okay, that might be your take. And listen, that's valid. Right, like I, I didn't, I didn't like the pick. I thought Zach Wilson went too early again for a number of reasons. BYU sub subpar competition um, did well only one year in a COVID year, where a lot of uh, the competing, uh, you know, the, the top teams in in his conference didn't have their best players out there because they decided not to play because of COVID. Uh, it was a small sample size. Um, you know, for, I mean, I mean, I could go on and on, but you know, I, I just, I, I wasn't big on, on, on the pick, but nonetheless, um, they obviously were, I think they saw and, and listen, it's, it's easy to get enamored, uh, with his athleticism and, and all that he can do athletically. Right. But, and, and again, like I said, I'm sure that there are Jets fans out there that are frustrated, angry, upset, the, you know, Joe D's got to go. It's his fault. He shouldn't have drafted him in the first place. And again, all that is valid and all that I can understand how someone would feel that way. But at the same time, at least this is an organization who's willing to pivot. Now I know we're hearing like, ah, you know, he's good. You know, we're still committed to him. We still want him to be the starting quarterback for the jets. We're hoping that this is just a reset. He's got to step back. He's got to take a deep breath. He's got to get back. Like, Okay, I think that's what they've got to say right now. I think the writing's on the wall. My my two cents. I, I understand and I respect what Robert Sala is saying. I just based on what I've seen and the conversations I've had with other coaches and scouts, I think the writing's on the wall. And here's another thing: if this team wasn't this good, who thought this team would be this good? Certainly not me. Jets fans know this, right? Like the column I wrote for ESPN prior to the season starting. Potentially, I said this team could possibly go zero and nine, right? I, and and I, I, I've, I have yet to stop hearing about it on social media. 
So including myself, I don't think anyone thought this team would be this good. I don't think any of us thought this defense would be this good. And when this organization is, is, is at this point of the season where they have an opportunity of making it to the playoffs, and not only making it to the playoffs, but with that defense possibly winning and advancing, I'm not saying they're winning a Super Bowl, but definitely making their presence known in the postseason, you can't squander that with a quarterback who's got a 35 total QB rating in the NFL out of 32 teams. What is that telling you? It's saying that there's three backups in the NFL that are better than Zach Wilson. It's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. So I think a few things. Number one, where this team is right now, how good this defense is, where their record is, opportunity to make it to the postseason. And like I said, I don't think Zach Wilson's comments after the the 10-3 loss to the Patriots was a good look for him. And as a quarterback, you've, you've got to take the brunt of it. You've got, to own, you've got to take the onus. Listen, it's all, it's all on me. It's all on me. I've got to do better. I've got to look in the mirror. I've got to, you know, we didn't hear any of that. And so I'm sure he, he, he I can't use that word. I, I'm sure that he made um, a number of players, on the, especially on the defensive side um, of, of that locker room, very unhappy. And so I think this was a necessary benching for Robert Sala in this organization. Let's go to Joe in the Bronx. Joe, welcome in. Good morning. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Good morning, Anita. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. And, uh, you know, Anita, when I look at the Zach Wilson situation, you know, this guy goes to practice every day. All you hear is, oh, he can make all the throws. He's a terrific athlete. But, you know, I, I, I don't see them taking the training wheels off this guy as far as play calling. Now, I see that they lost a dynamic player in a Bryce Hall that really helps a guy like Zach Wilson when uh, things break down and he can just drop him a little swing pass and that guy can take him for 25. But, you know, uh, if this guy was so bad against the Patriots last week in a critical game that could have got them to 7-3, and Salah should have made this move at halftime last week and brought in Mike White last week. But, you know, over the years, we see this all the time. RG3, Baker Mayfield, Sam Donald, Mark Sanchez, who, who by the way, took the Jets to two um, uh, AFC championship games. Um, you know, so, you know, you can look at, at Zach Wilson and say, oh, this guy's done. You know, uh, maybe the coaching around him wasn't that good. Maybe they haven't let him throw the ball or open up the offense the kind of the way maybe he wants to play a little bit. That's how he plays out in BYU. Let's sling it. You know, so when when you when you want to when you're telling me that you want a guy that's a game manager because you just have a good defense, uh, you need to play football on both sides of the ball. All right, your quarterback cannot be a game manager. It's like baseball. Your starter goes out there, and he gets smacked around. You go to the bullpen right away, and that's what Salah should have did just against the Patriots and maybe brought Zach back again or bench him for a game. But, you know, I just there's, there's, a, there's a lot of things that don't add up here with the Zach, Zach Wilson situation. And, yeah, Douglas and Salah and all these guys, but I always hear, Zach Wilson, you shouldn't have taken him at two. Who's the guy they missed? Who's the guy? Who's the guy? The quarterback that came after him that they missed out on. I haven't heard that yet. Anita, enjoy your Thanksgiving, dear. Um, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, quick break. We come back. We'll continue with your calls. They're lining up, and I love it. 
especially on this uh, this 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 holiday, which is great. Um, uh, 800-919-3776. This is what we're going to do. Let's do this. In the break, I'm going to call up the draft, okay? And, um, and, and, and let's go through some of the players that, um, that were taken, uh, past two and, uh, and, and, and have a conversation there. 800-919-3776. Again, we're going to hear from Jordan Renan during the show. We're going to hear from Cynthia Freeland, uh, talking about, of course, we've got three Turkey games today. The Giants, obviously, uh, right in the middle of the pack going up against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, we'll have some picks and plays for you as well. Uh, the World Cup in action right now, by the way, 41 minutes in, uh, nil-nil. No score with Switzerland and Cameroon, by the way. Anita Marks in for the fellas today. Rick DiPietro and uh, Dave Rothenberg, hopefully both of them are having, uh, are going to enjoy a fantastic Thanksgiving with them and, uh, and their lovely families. More to come, 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anita Markson for uh, Rick and Dave this morning uh, with you until uh, 8 a.m. Waiting for the arrival of my coffee, um, which will be nice. Uh, we've got uh, Chantel and, of course, Jacob producing the show back in the studio. Uh, Jordan Renan, we'll hear from him as well as Cynthia Freeland uh, talking a lot of, obviously, football today on this turkey day. Also, I've got some trivia. Are you guys, are you guys Jacob, uh, Chantel, are you guys good with, with football trivia? pertaining to and of course it's pertaining to turkey day and thanksgiving uh i'm not well i'm not either so yeah i'm definitely not either yeah i'm not i'm not you know in honor of dave rothenberg i thought maybe i would come in with some fun uh trivia so so let's do this here we let's and and how about we do this just to make it we'll weave it in and out of the show we won't make it like one set segment so um let's start with let's so should we do should we do all-time career or all-times? Let's let's start single game. Let's start single game trivia. Here we go. Um, so, uh, of course, as as you know, 
and this is important that I preface by saying this, uh, today will be the Lions, is it 83 or 63? What does that say? Oh, Anita, come on. I think it says 83. This will be, this will be the Lions' 83rd game. Where is that, 63? Uh, on Thanksgiving, most of all time. The Bills, this will be their 11th game. As for the Cowboys, it'll be their 55th game on Thanksgiving. For the Giants, it'll be their 16th game, which, by the way, do you know this is only the second time in the history that these two teams, the Giants and the Jets, have played each other, the Giants and the Dallas Cowboys have played each other on Thanksgiving? Only the second time. I was shocked to hear that. Yeah, that is kind of a low number. I would have definitely thought it was on probably like 10 at least. Right? Only the second time. Uh, The Patriots, this will be their sixth game on Thanksgiving. And the Vikings, this will be their ninth. But obviously, uh, the Dallas Cowboys, as we know, the Dallas Cowboys and the Detroit Lions, uh, I mean, like this, it's tradition, right? So it's important that I, I share that with you um, when you're thinking about these, these trivia questions. So the most passing yards and the most passing touchdowns um, on Thanksgiving. So, and this is, this is, this is single game. This is single game. This isn't all time. This is single game. The most passing yards on Thanksgiving and the most passing touchdowns on Thanksgiving. Uh, who are those two quarterbacks? Oh, wow. Uh... You don't have to marinate in it. Marinate in it. Don't, don't go to Google. Play fair. <laughs> I don't need an answer right away. Um, how about we'll, we'll swing back. I'll give you the answer at the end of, uh, at the end of the segment. And, and if there's somebody out there listening who you have the answer by all means, 800-919-3776. And again, we're looking for all time single game Thanksgiving records, most passing yards in a game and most passing touchdowns in a game. All right, let's take a look at, uh, at, at Zach Wilson's draft class. Okay. Number one, Trevor Lawrence. And as we know, he's in Jacksonville right now. And, you know, this is the first year. I mean, what a horrible year uh, he had with, uh, with Urban Meyer. So now he's got Doug Peterson. And it's evident things are turning around for them. Okay? So, um, you know, I, I think that I, I don't even – I don't think we've hit the ceiling yet for Trevor Lawrence. I think he's only going to get better. You know who he looks – don't you guys think he looks like that uh, – the prince in the, the Disney cartoon? Is it Prince Charming? Who's the prince? Is it – do you know what I'm talking about? Do you guys watch? It's Disney animation. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, like he, you know. He's got he's got such, such a profound chin and jawline. He looks like that. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, I know what you're talking about. He looks like like the the prince from one of the Disney Pixar movies or something. Every I, time I look at him, I'm like, is, I, is he even human? He doesn't even look human. I mean, I kind of know what you're talking about, but I feel like that's every prince antagonist in Disney. With the big chin and the big jaw and the yeah. chiseled face. Anyway. All right. So Trevor Lawrence, number one overall. Zach Wilson went two, as we know, uh, coming in from BYU. Trey Lance at three. I'm not going to sit here and make an argument. I'm, I'm not sold on Trey Lance either. Um, tra- and and Trey, Lance's, Trey Lance's athleticism and what he's able to do better than Zach Wilson. But jury's still out for me in regard to... Uh, can Trey Lance, um, what, what, what type of quarterback is he going to develop into? Okay. He's not ready for the NFL right now. So I, I think Trey Lance, I think Trey Lance went too early. Okay. 
So, um, but uh, you know, is, is it, at the end of the day, could Trey Lance become a better quarterback than Zach Wilson? Absolutely. But I'm not, uh, again, I'm not sold on Trey Lance. I'm not saying Trey Lance should have been the pick either. Kyle Pitts going to the Atlanta Falcons at four. I just, I love Kyle Pitts. I thought Kyle Pitts was one of the best players in this draft. Uh, I just don't think he's utilized properly in Atlanta. And now he's got a knee injury. He's on IR and he's done. But you put Kyle Pitts on a team, like you, t- you, put, you put Kyle Pitts on like a Dallas Cowboys team. I mean, Schultz is <laughs> like he's averaging five catches and 60, 70 yards a game and at least one touchdown. You put Kyle Pitts on a team that has like a legit quarterback and they actually throw the ball as opposed to run the football, forget about it. So right there, would I have drafted Kyle Pitts over Zach Wilson? Yeah. <laughs> Every day of the year and twice on Sundays. Um, Jamar Chase, ooh, there you go. No argument there. Don't need to spend any time on that. Jalen Waddle, no argument there. Penny Sewell, no argument there. J.C. Horn, Patrick Sertan, Devontae Smith. And then we get to the quarterbacks, Justin Fields. Again, we're seeing, like right before our very eyes, we are seeing a maturation process with Justin Fields in Chicago. But I'll go back. It's not just a quarterback. It's, it's, it's an organization, it's a general manager, it's a head coach, it's an offensive coordinator who's willing to say, okay, here's our quarterback, this is the offense that we're going to, we're going to build around him, this is how we're going to utilize him, we're going to put him in these situations, we're going to roll him out, we're going to protect the pocket, you know, outside of the hash marks, like, there, there's, there's a philosophy there, and we're seeing it because of the changing of the guard with, um, with, the, with, with the, the Chicago Bears. New coaching staff. And it's taken a minute, right? Like, Justin Fields wasn't this good at the start of the season. It's taken a minute. And by the way, what's he working with? With all due respect, right? Like, you know, it, it's, you know granted, yes, they traded for, for Claypool. And it's taking him a minute to get used to this offense. Claypool hasn't blown it up yet. So it's just taking some time, but yeah, um, but but just FYI, I would not have drafted Justin Fields at two. I think where he went at eleven for the Chicago Bears, uh, perfect spot for him. Okay, Micah Parsons. Let's be honest. One would argue that you know, in in regard to you know the the besides Jamar Chase, Micah Parsons, uh, hands down, two best players in this draft. Right. Should have gone one and two overall, right? Everything, but let's be honest, everything's easier in hindsight. By the way, we can do this with every single draft. You can go back and you can play Monday morning draft guru, general manager with every single draft. Okay, this isn't just, this isn't beating up on the Jets and, and the fact that they drafted Zach Wilson too. Um, just the, <laughs> just, it's just crazy. Just the fact that, that Michael Parsons fell to the Dallas Cowboys at 12 is insane to me. It's insane. It's just insane. And, and oh, by the way, the Giants had a, had a Penn State, had one of his Penn State linebacking, linebacker coaches in their war room. In their war room. Unbelievable. I tell you. Unbelievable. All right, we're going to take a break. We continue. Uh, we'll continue with this as well. Um, also coming your way, Jordan Renan and Cynthia Freeland, and we'll take your calls. Uh, Jaquan, you will be first up. Anita Markson, 98.7 ESPN.